You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. And welcome back into Tapped Out here on the BetQL Network with my co-host Brendan Tobin, sports machine Sean Levine, and now we welcome on Benny Benil Daryush who fights in UFC 289, taking on Bronx Charles Oliveira. And I know that all the focus is on this fight, but obviously we know what happens if you win this fight. Is there any sort of extra pressure? Is there any sort of, my goodness, I've been working my whole life for this, and if I win this one, then I get there? No, not really one of those guys. Uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm more of a, this is where God's put me. This is where I'm supposed to be. So enjoy the moment and do my best and god will take care of the rest it's interesting Benil, because like uh down here in miami we have a bunch of titles going on with uh the heater in the nba finals the panthers are in the stanley cup and i always marvel that too with you guys you athletes it's like it's insane because we all think of this as this monster big thing was there a point in your life where that changed where you felt like did you was there ever a time where you felt a lot of pressure and you needed uh something that got you to that mindset where like, it is what it is. I'll take care of it. I believe all that. Or were you, or, or did, or were you always this way? No, I was definitely, I fell under pressure for sure. Uh, before I was a Christian, I, I, you know, I would do my best obviously still, but pressure crippled me for sure. Uh, and then when I realized, you know, um, the talents that I have are, are, are God given. It, it, it was such a relief, meaning all I had to do was do my best. And, and the rest is is in his hand, in his his hands. So if I don't win, but I do my best, God is glorified, and 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 uh, he'll glorify his name, and that's all I care about. So that really took a lot of stress off my back, and and ever since that, man, you know, my career has changed so much, you know. So I I would definitely say um, it wasn't the reason why I became a Christian, but when when I became a Christian and and understood God's character things change for me like uh, night and day. Hey man, you never know where life's going to lead you. Benil Daryus joining us here on tapped out. Cause I was reading some stories about how it's been a long, long time since you lost a fight, but I was reading that when you did lose your last fight, man, you were even contemplating retirement. You were thinking about doing like, what else were you going to do? Uh, I don't know. Maybe <laughs> coach, maybe, uh, you know, I, I, I want to be a missionary when I'm done with all this, but at that point, I was so sad. I, I honestly didn't know what I was going to do, but I, I, I knew I couldn't keep fighting because I, I was having so many issues and in training, I couldn't take a punch. So like, if you can't take a punch, how are you going to fight? Cause even on your best day, you're going to ha- get hit at least once. Right. So it was, it was, uh, it was one of those situations. It was really tough. I'm curious, but you know, like faith is very uh puzzle for a lot of guys, but I've read like, you know, with Manny Pacquiao before, like, at, at a point in his career, he almost felt like conflicted with it because you, you do a very violent thing for a living, even though it is competitive sport. Do you ever wrestle with that stuff? Like, is that ever a thing that you battle with internally? 
I would say early on, I had a little bit of an issue with it. And um, I, I, I understood one thing. See, if I have hatred in my heart, it, 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 for my brother, it's considered um, a sin. It's, con it's murder, basically, is what Jesus says. But here's the thing. If I stand across that octagon, I don't hate the guy in front of me. I recognize what he's doing, trying to feed his family, trying to reach his goals, trying to make his dream come true. I recognize that and, and um, you know, understand that this is a competition. There's no sin in that. Then it's fine. We can go and fight and uh, at, the end, at the end shake hands and, 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 and be cordial and even be friends, right? There, a lot of guys are fought now. We're very close and we're friends now. So I, I, I don't struggle with that anymore. I did a little bit in the beginning. Do you, Benilla, have a favorite moment in the octagon? Because you're on the BetQL network, and I don't know if you're a betting guy or not. Obviously, not on the UFC, but to me, like, the, the, I'll get got to tell you the biggest bet that I ever hit. I had Benil Daryush. I had you by knockout over Jakar Close, and dude, I was jumping around the house. I was running around the room. I was wrestling with the dogs. My girlfriend was like, "What's going on?" I mean, do you have a favorite moment in the octagon? That was for sure one of those moments, right? It was very surreal for me. When I, I, I don't know how to explain it. Like, it felt like time stood still. I, it literally just felt like there, time wasn't moving. And, and I just, I said, hey, this guy's not going to do this to me. And, and something snapped and I went forward. So that is definitely up there. It is definitely one of, the, uh, one of those uh, moments in my, in my octagon career. I just remember just being in a, in a different mindset. So I think you just, you, you kind of hit it on the nail, but I'll, I'll, I'll put one more in there just because uh, this last one, I get, I, I win the fight. I come out of the, uh, you know, I come out of the octagon and, and people tell me my opponent was the 2.5 favorite over me. And so I got a little salty over that. And, and uh, I, I sat down, I watched the fight and, and it's a moment that, that, that I just, constantly think about like I was going into that fight I didn't recognize myself as the on underdog the world saw me as the underdog but I didn't recognize myself uh, as the underdog and I I knew God had me there for a reason and I, I just you know wasn't afraid so it, it was it, it was one of those moments where I, I just I, it always comes back to me just doesn't matter what the world thinks I'm, I'm here for a reason you know for the record, you're not that guy anymore. I'm looking at it right yeah. now, but MGM has you as the favorite at minus 150. Does that surprise you? Because, like, we always talk about, and I think you'd agree, unbelievably disrespected for a guy that's been on a winning streak like you have, going for nine in a row, five years in a row since you lost. Are you are you surprised that you're favored to win this fight? Honestly, I am. When they had me uh, favored against Tony, I said, okay, makes sense. He's coming off of a rough patch, right? Yeah. Charles Oliveira is possibly the uh, – the best lightweight of all time, I, I have him as the second best lightweight of all time, right? With, with his, uh, you know, with what he's done in that cage, with how many times he's defended his belt and the way he defended it. So I have high regards for Charles Oliveira. So for, for this to be, uh, uh, for, for me to be the favorite, it, it's, uh, it, it's, uh, it's unexpected, I guess. Obviously very confident in your skills, but one of the things that, concern you prep for the most when it comes to a guy like Charles, who's, who's got a lot of uh, dangerous things that he can do in that octagon. Mostly his offensive mindset is what I try to focus on. I try to think to myself, you know, whether I'm in a good position or in a bad position, he will risk finishing me uh, and, and losing the position. So that's something I have to be extra careful of. So I can't give him any, 
any open spaces, you know, for him to, to jump on a, uh, on a counter or, or, or uh, jump on my neck or just, you know, just jump on anything he can get on. Uh, just out of curiosity, because Brendan and I both had money on Volkanovski in the Islam fight. We both, a little biased, thought that Volk won. Who did you think won that fight, man? I had Makachev, uh, Makachev winning, but I will say this. You could arguably make a, uh, a good case, I think, against uh, for it being a draw. If the last round is a 10-8 round, yeah. then that fight is a draw. Did you um? How much are you looking forward to that matchup? It was a matchup you were supposed to have that was basically supposed to be the de facto number one contender. Now it's likely you you get past this. That's going to be the title shot. So how much you've had to have Islam on your mind a lot? What do you think of that matchup if it if it is to come to be? I uh, you know I genuinely believe I could beat him. Uh, I I really do. I think I had the skill sets to overcome him. I had the skill sets to uh, put him in positions he's never been before. Uh, so that's really what I believe. But before that, I got to make sure I overcome Charles, and that is not an easy task. How much does the confidence that Rafael Cardero gives you kind of help you? Because it seems like your guys' relationship is at a different level. I mean, all fighters and their coach have a special relationship, but you kind of seem like you're his guy. Yeah, so that's – it's so awesome, right? Uh, we have such a great relationship. And what's awesome is is to see him – he was there when, like, Fabricio beat Fedor Emelianenko, and everybody said Fedor was undefe- un- un- unbeatable at that time. Uh, he was there when Hoffa beat uh, Anthony Pettis, and everybody was like, Anthony Pettis, he's so good. He just submitted uh, Ben Henderson, and he beat uh, uh, Gilbert. Yeah, not Gilbert. Uh, is it Gilbert? Yeah, I-, I-, I don't know. He beat everybody, you know, and, and-, and so... It, it, to to know he was there for those moments just gives me, uh, just encourages me to know that I could go out there and I could, you know, go at it with anybody. What are uh, what are the things you like to do in the in like the last days before you get to a big matchup like this? Like, how do you unwind? Obviously, you got a, a weight cut and all that to get through. But like, what are the things in a fight week that bring you comfort uh, to before you get ready for this? So last fight, uh, I brought my whole family with me to Abu Dhabi. So I pretty much spent the whole time with my daughter. And funny thing is, I could see the other fighters looking at me like, this guy's either stupid or he's nuts, or he's just here to collect the paycheck. Because they looked at me like I wasn't serious, you know? I wasn't really here to fight. So, But that's that's one of the things I like to do. I just like to spend time with my family. Uh, I have a fear, you know, if, if I leave my daughter for two weeks and I come back and all of a sudden mom's the favorite and no longer, <laughs> you know, I put a lot of time in, you know, to be the favorite. So I have these fears. And, and, and so I, I make sure I, I bring my family with me and I don't miss out with them. I, you know, these last days are the hardest, but I, I still try to get as much time as I can with them. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I was watching that on Embedded. Your wife kind of gave you the out. She was like, you can, I'll take care of the kids. You're like, nah, bring them along. I'll help you. I'm thinking, <laughs> this guy is nuts, man. He's got a fight coming up. His wife was all, she said she would take care of it. Uh, speaking of, hey, Benio, before you get out of here, do you think winning this fight will maybe finally earn you the respect that I feel you deserve, Brendan feels that you deserve, and I'm sure you feel like for years has kind of been in the rearview mirror. Do you feel it all catches up with you if you go out there and take out Charles Oliveira? Yeah, but you know what's interesting? I'm starting to see a uh, <coughs> trend. The media all of a sudden is recognizing me before this fight. Uh, after the Gamrod fight, for sure, the other fighters starting to recognize me. And then uh, finally, even the fans. Like, these are the three that I, you know, I thought the fans would be the last. But the fans are, are now behind me. The media is behind me. And, and so are my uh, peers, other fighters. So all that's left is to prove the UFC. And then hopefully the UFC will get behind me. That's got to surprise you, though. I mean, I was watching your highlight reel. And I always do this, not just because I was bringing you on. Dude, you got some serious knockouts, some crazy submissions. Like, you're far from a boring fighter. There are some guys out there. It's like, yeah, they win. Dude, you're one of the more exciting fighters in the promotion. I, you know, I, that obviously that's a, that's a um, subjective uh, thought. And I, I hope a lot of people agree with you, you know, but I think what it is, is let's be honest, man. I'm, I'm kind of a zealot. I, I'm not going <laughs> to, you know, mince my words about it. I'm, I'm kind of Jesus. I'm a bit of a Jesus zealot. So I, I get the, it's not easy to promote somebody like me. So I get why the UFC has a hard time getting behind me. But at the same time, I'm not going to change who I am just, just to be more promotable, right? This is who I am. If you like me, awesome. If you don't like me, I'm, I'm sorry you don't like me. Well, you know, you, you have a great day. I, I don't know what to tell you. How do people not like Benil Daryush? Are you kidding me? It's been a delight. On do Bronx, Charles Oliver, UFC. 289 on Saturday night. Kind enough to stop by and talk to us first on Tap Tap. Benny, thanks so much, my guy. Good luck. Yeah, thank you, gentlemen. I really appreciate you having me. Absolutely, man. Take care.